0: Welcome to the very first episode of Sequelizers, the show all about fixing bad sequels to good movies. There's a good movie that was followed by a terrible sequel, you better believe we're going to try and fix it. I'm your host, Jack Chambers, and joining me are the two teams of the titular Sequelizers. Our first team is comprised of Mr. Stuart Ashen. Hello. And Alec Plowman, Hello. And our second team, Mr. Matthew Stogden. Hello. And Tom Martin. Hello. We had quite a few discussions about what film we're going to do first we thought, why not start with the disappointing sequel to the film that defined the summer blockbuster as we know it. We're starting with Jaws 2, the follow-up mm-hmm. to an absolute classic. And um, so why does Jaws 2 need sequelising, gentlemen?
1: Jaws 2, The Revenge. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, which is an amazing tagline. Mm-hmm. And that's about all that's amazing in the film. Right? It's about the only thing that's really worth keeping, really. Yeah.
2: <laughs> nice poster as well. Uh, it has quite got a bit, right? poster. Yeah. yeah misleading poster yes
3: misleading. that's why it's good <laughs> I think um, yeah, the biggest problem with Jaws 2 is just that it's a complete retread of the first one it doesn't really push the story forward I I get the impression that this was a sequel that came about in an era before sequels were a a big thing where sequels were always about diminishing returns Mm -hmm. um this is the pre empire strikes back era i mean it comes out the year before empire strikes back i think and it is uh, in some respect a carbon copy you get a lot of character resets you get a lot of character development from the first film undone Mm -hmm. of course we we don't get certain characters recurring uh because of budget and things and it um yeah, it's not not a great movie. It's also a really weird tonal shift because it goes from being, you know,
4: like Jaws aside from being a summer blockbuster is, is actually quite a believable quote-unquote film within the realm of summer mm. blockbusters and the characterisation and the motivations for most of the characters feel quite realistic and then in this film you get... You know, a kind of a, a, a ridiculous sequence of uh, sort of a, a, a boat exploding, and kind of which is kind of really contrasted with the existing kind of mise en scène and iconography of the Jaws kind of world, and then you've then it then kind of d- cuts to something that looks a little bit like something out of. Uh, uh, Apocalypse Now where Brody is kind of dripping sodium cyanide <laughs> into bullets and then he's screaming at the Wall Street and it's just so That was the best scene That is I
2: mean to, uh, you know that may be part No I think it's just a bad formula it, it sets the tone for every crappy sequel to come out mm. there as well because mm. you've got um, arguably I think more money and more uh, loyal fan base merchandise becomes a big thing and producer interference becomes a big thing, and no longer it's about story. It's like, what will make people come back to this film? And they don't actually know the answer to that question because they don't know what made the good film good in the first place. So they just keep throwing shut at it and just say, like, oh, well, let's just try this, and it's just a failure at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, it was oddly enough, it was the highest grossing sequel at the time, there mm-hmm. had ever been. Um, of course, it went through quite famously through a load of production problems, yeah. as did the original Jaws, and that turned out all right, but yeah. didn't quite work out. Director replacements, huge problems with contracts with actors. Famously, Roy Scheider came back because he had a contract with Universal Studios that he voided through leaving Deer Hunter. And mm. they forced him to come back and said, well, we'll let you off of the other film you were us if you come back and do Jaws 2. He was like, oh, fair enough. He ended up getting into a literal fight with the new director, Jeannot Schwark. And uh, yeah, it basically, he said he had an absolutely terrible time, one of the worst filming experiences of his life, and I think it was fairly universal across, Mm. pun intended, universal across.
4: I I was really intrigued to read because, as part of sort of our preparation for it, we did a lot of research into sort of like the sort of the the real context around it. And the fact that at one point, uh, Steven Spielberg was actually going to come on and direct it after they fired I can't remember the name <laughs> of the first director before was, that John, guy John
0: D. Hancock was was John D. Han- which Hancock
4: which, which does sound like a bit like one of those kind of uh, fake kind of director yeah. names <laughs> <right> <laughs> yeah. um, when they, when they take the, the name fake off
1: name. it that sounds like a euphemism for masturbation. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and, and actually he was going to do what sounded like a really cool idea where he, apparently him and uh, uh, one of his writing partners at the time went away for a weekend and just like bashed out a script all, based all around uh, Quint's kind of Indianapolis uh, okay, sort of incident yeah
3: heard about this yeah. like the prequel that never was. Yeah. Yes. Which yes. would have Which yep, would yes.
4: have been amazing. Like seeing yep. seeing, you know, like where you get to the, you know where the whole kind of glassy
3: eyes, like doll's
4: eyes bit comes from would have been really cool. But sadly that never happened and we got the pile of shit that we got yeah. <laughs> in the first place. <laughs>
1: Just the first of multiple bad sequels. I
4: mean, and they pretty much get worse and worse as they go too, on. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah.
4: I mean, Michael Caine, I mean, you know,
0: oh. even he can't
4: say... <laughs> he, he, kind of the the he does, he does, he does.
1: For the people who may not know, we'll tell them that Jaws 3 or Jaws 3D very much shot for the very, mm-hmm. very primitive 3D at the time, is based around an attack on SeaWorld by Yeah, I watched it the day before going to SeaWorld. That
4: was, very, um, <laughs> that was not a good plan. Is this no. going to be like this bit from the IT crowd where you're just like... It's you know, a sea park. To it. <laughs> <laughs> A boy in a sea park. Damn, the mash is tasty. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there we go. Don't and
1: the us. fourth one, Jaws the Revenge, with Michael Caine, famously, mm-hmm. where... Like a shark swims all the way around the world to kill a specific person or something. Yeah, it's, it's
2: more absurd and it goes on. And just, for, this is the best part, well, the worst part argument about these films. They get more and more boring. Mm. And for a film of that nature, which, especially because the first is so tense and remains so tense. I mean, some, you've never seen Jaws before. You watch it and you still are gripped in the same way you were back in the 70s, if you were alive back then. Um, <laughs> whereby, it, it's you know, it's, it's a form of it that still works. But then you've got, you know, same premise... Bigger budget, same sort of effect, and it's just tedious.
4: So yeah, and it's lacks like suspense as well. Which yes, is big, yeah. which yes. is the whole big the, the, despite yeah. all the problems with the original it. one. Yeah, and and it was interesting that you know that I remember reading in the within the research that the, the, the director actually said, well, you know, at the end of the day, we've seen the shark now, yeah. so we're just going to have to show it, and that just doesn't you, work. You can't hide really... the shark again. You can't come put back in the boxes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, yeah. and I think the, that's that's a fair enough point, but there's. <laughs> It's like <laughs> Schroding a Schrodinger shark um, Yeah, and you just can't do that, you know. I think you have to do that. And hopefully yep. we're going to fix that. We're yeah! Fix that
0: yeah, so the, the plan for this show is we have two teams, Stuart and Alec, and Matt and Tom, and they're going to pitch ideas to me, and in a way to you listeners, um, for fixing Jaws 2, basically. How they would recast it, get a new director, set it in a different era, whatever it is, whatever they want to do, however they want to fix this terrible, terrible movie, and, um, yeah, why don't you guys start off with team names. Okay. We're going to have team names every episode themed around the uh, the filming question. So, Stuart and Alec, why don't you kick me off? What's your team
3: name? We're going uh, to go this week with the Brody Bunch. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well
4: done. Well done. Brody Bunch. We're just going with uh, Street Sharks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm gonna say I wasn't expecting that. We're gonna need a bigger plot. So yeah. oh, up up we have like six yeah. backups. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 We, we, we have a Hulk now. Um, <laughs> so
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. Mm. So we have the the Brody bunch versus Street Sharks, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <He laughs> which is very nearly a cartoon. I would love to see. Absolutely. Uh, you've Absolutely. also described our sequels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily
4: enough.
0: Funnily yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're going to start off with basically elevator pitches. Um, yeah. And uh, Brody bunch, why don't you start us off with your elevator pitch for okay.
3: Jaws Two? Jaws Two. Twenty years. After the original Jaws. Martin Brody's son, Sean, teams up with Hooper and a local journalist to investigate a mysterious convergence of sharks around Amity
1: Island. Curious. So, we've kind of gone, went Alien, Aliens, this has gone Jaws... (coughs) Jawsers. (laughs) Jawsers. <laughs> Jaws-, Jaws? Jaws. thats the third one. Jawsara, <laughs> maybe Jaws a be Jaws in
4: uh-huh. space. Jaws in time. Jaws yeah. Christ. Jaws- 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 it's,
0: Jaws- it's a good name <laughs> to Jaws. Jaws Christ Jaws- superstar. <laughs> ah. Okay, our pitch—super shark, which should have been the lineman. Yes, true. <laughs>
1: I'm
2: so sorry. I'm. Um, it's the first episode. It's still teething problems. Yes. we're still. We're still gone. Insert shark tooth joke. <laughs> we're, still, we're still
4: getting in that uh, groove. Okay, so, uh,
2: so Street Sharks, over to you for your elevator pitch. Thank you. Uh, Jaws 2. This is set three years after the original. Uh, Brody and Hooper reluctantly reunite when a group of sharks descend on Amity Island's waters. As the attacks worsen, they venture out to sea to ascertain what is luring the Great Whites closer to the shores or what is driving them out of their territory.
1: Oh, oh, my goodness. We're kind be of so identical. We're off to a good start.
2: It's your sharp quite, pederast? either is ours.
4: No. There's quite, <laughs> there's, there's quite a difference, at the very least, already in the time setting and That's generational thing. things. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank true. God. Yes. <laughs> thank <laughs> Christ. But anyway. Um,
2: oh, uh, oh, so, hmm. yeah, we, 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 we've we gone for an idea that um, basically... As as Alec just sort of said about the worst thing you could do is be rehash original, we kind of rehashed the original a little bit, but also did some new stuff. We did some, some yeah. Things, we
4: went back we, to the book a bit. The idea, yeah, the idea with most sequels is you know you want to have manufactured difference. You want to kind of to give them a little bit of what people expect and a little bit of what they don't and hope. Force awakens. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you force awakens. Kinda, jaws. kinda. kinda anyway, that, you can is it jaws awakens.
1: No, <laughs> no. That's a really good time. <laughs> have some sharks eaten out the inside of a moon and put a giant <laughs> shark face
3: inside.
1: Do you inside want to hear us it? pitch it or yeah, do you want to you know, tell us our it? About it?
0: <laughs> have you read that pitch already, Steve? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. That's called yeah. The Last Shark, alright? You have seen it yet, it's not until December. Oh uh, dear. Oh dear. Right. right. um... So, uh, since you're so confident... Oh, shit. So All right. Street Sharks, why don't okay. you k- kick us off with your... Right, so we're going to do a whole thing. Shall I do is... my... more I'm, I'm yes. in-depth pitch. Right, yes.
4: so we're going to do our vital statistics first. So, obviously, as Matt has said, uh, it's we would have it released in 1978, which is three years after the original. Now, the first thing, uh, sort of, think, talking about Carson Crews director, you'd have to have Steven Spielberg back to make this work. I think... I don't care if he didn't like the, doing the first one because of the water. Get the fuck back in the water, Stephen. Exactly. And I think... <laughs> and I the subtitle? Yeah. Basically,
1: yes. Back in the water or you're back on Columbo. <laughs> uh,
4: b- basically, what we what we decided to do is, was 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 fairly close to the original text. So we've got Roy Scheider as, Ma- as Martin Brody. Richard Dreyfuss would need to come back as Matt Hooper because, again, that relationship was so key mm-hmm. and that was something that we really felt was missing from the real Jaws 2 was that, you know, there's that horrible throwaway line of oh, he's just out of red and we just feel like a complete cop-out uh, and so much of the genius of yours is that three-way relationship which we'll come back to uh, Lorraine Gray uh, as Ellen Brody um, Murray Hamilton as uh, uh, sort of Larry Vaughan all these existing people but then the new cast is that we would we wanted to bring Emilio Estevez in as Mike Brody Ooh. now because we felt that the actor um, whom I think we've got in the notes somewhere who it plays is, the existing is named uh, Mark Gruner Mark Gruner no disrespect it's to Mark, interesting, Gruner. Mark you done did a shit job so, yeah. we're um, gonna ask you. so basically we we felt that um that he would be someone that could kind of bring in a little bit of something new to the role he was
2: very unknown at this point he'd done like, a role in badlands and obviously he was just about to do um breakfast club uh, breakfast club and 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 a, good, a good like mm. 6 years later so he was still like 16 17 at the time it's not unheard of his dad's in Martin Sheen at this point, so you know, people will know who he was without being. it can still be yesterday, so I don't
1: think his dad ever stopped
2: being <laughs> Martin Sheen. At this he point, no, no, at one point he became Bartlett, and that's how it is from
0: now on. <laughs> yeah. it will always be he was it. wasn't born Martin Sheen, that's also true. He literally did become Martin yeah. Sheen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of the few people who literally
4: did become Martin Sheen.
1: <laughs> 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 There's not many people who can say that, but no, literally Sheen just won. him.
4: Um, and then, uh, yeah, so we just felt that'd be good, and then obviously, um, big, big point views sort of for me uh, is sort of who's going to be the cinematographer or DOP so we've kind of got two options depending on their availability um, we've got I going to put a mispronounce this but basically Vilmos uh, Zygmod, Z- who basically had done Deliverance and would uh, go on to do around about this sort of time Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Deer Hunter going for that kind of Spielberg kind of feel and if he wasn't available and slash another option because I love cinematography someone's going to do two options um, we thought given kind of the tone that we're trying to create for this film uh, that Gordon Willis who did uh, The Godfather um, with that beautiful kind of shadowy dark uh, cinematography. Uh, given some of what we bring in later from a plot perspective, it kind mm-hmm. of, you know, kind of, kind of would make sense to give the visuals that kind of thing. One other, uh, just to quickly touch, we keep John Williams on as composer as he was, but we'd ask him to do a better job than he did for Jaws <laughs> yeah. too. But which we think that the the his kind of relationship with Spielberg would bring out the most, imp- almost the most important thing really, uh, to bring back is Verna Fields, who is the editor from the original Jaws, and um, she is really responsible for making Jaws. Um, the film that it is there is if you if you watch it objectively as an editor Jaws is full of continuity mistakes with the C state C state and all of these different challenges that we alluded to in production it was basically her that took all of this disparate footage uh, with the sharp not working and made it work so I think to have a cohesive Jaws 2 that would work the original team would need to, to yeah. come back.
2: I have no idea why, but th- I'm pretty sure this is also her last film edited. She didn't like die until 2000. Why did she stop? And she became...
4: F- she hated. was rewarded. by my I read about with it with her freedom. She was rewarded. She, <laughs> she was rewarded with like um, a staff position in Universal. She was one of the. Oh, she was quite yes, high so up um, yes. uh, at position. Yeah, executive yeah, yeah. position. So well, she
2: she can have that after she's after she's done this film. <laughs> so, so here's our we're gonna we're gonna alternate through this at key points in the plot. So, we'll start with me. Set three years after the events in Jaws, Chief Brody sits on the beach while everyone enjoys the summer sun. His son, Mike, goes out in the boat with his friends while his wife, Ellen, reassures him that everything will be fine. Soon enough, a shark emerges and violently mauls everyone on the boat. Brody fires wildly into the ocean as holidaymakers scatter with only his wife's screams and the gunfire ringing in his ears. Suddenly, Brody wakes up, covered in sweat, looking for his gun. His wife tries to calm him, but she catches the back of his hand. It's evident that... uh, uh, she's trying to be patient, but Brody's uh, growing increasingly unstable.
4: So we've kept the key shark shooting scene. in because in the just water, yeah. it's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous and amazing. Um, so at this point, we then learn that Matt Hooper has moved away from Amity Island to teach at a university in Michigan, feeling it was suitably inland and away from sharks. And he's giving a lecture on animals that prey on sharks. <laughs> Later that day, Hooper goes to a cinema and watches Moby Dick, but has flashbacks of the events in Jaws and starts laughing hysterically causing other patrons to be kind of a bit disturbed and leave. A water skiing shark attack happens and two Amity Islanders are killed. Meanwhile, Mayor Larry Vaughan is visited by members of the Paniero crime family who explain that they entered into a joint venture to run the hotels of Amity Island. And despite the passage of time, the shark incident has been bad for business. They explain if profits don't show immediate improvement, Vaughn will be paying the price. Brodie learns of the attack and contacts Hooper, who initially wants nothing to do with it. Brody then goes to Vaughan, who explains that for the good of the town, the beaches need to stay open. Brody doesn't understand how he can be in such denial after the events of the original Jaws just three years before.
2: Um, at that point, Hooper shows up at Brody's house and both he and Ellen show a moment of understanding. Um, Brody arrives home and gets angry at Hooper, insinuating he's a coward for running away in the first place and to stay away from his wife. During this ensuing fight, the phone rings and Brody learns that there's a pair of sharks that are tearing through patrons of the beach. They all rush down, they arrive at the scene, and we witness this hideous massacre as two great white sharks are just shredding swimmers uh, Mike Brody is present but got out of the ocean in time um, several boats harpoon and kill the sharks very quickly while everyone is celebrating Mayor Vaughan uses the opportunity to praise their so-called shark defences and publicizes the corpse as the in inverted commas parents of Jaws and the threat is gone for good this seems to appease one of the mafia goons who's been shadowing Vaughn the entire time um, Hooper explains that the attack defies all logic and experience Hooper then suggests to Brody that the shark attacks Aren't random and won't simply stop. Something is driving them from their feeding ground. After a fight with Ellen, Brody explains neither he nor Hooper want to go, but they have to.
4: So then we kind of see a return to the kind of uh, third act of structure of the original drawers where we have our hero sailing far out into the ocean. So Hooper and Brody are having a conversation about Ellen and how Hooper is no one and Brody is pushing away the only person he has. At this very point, they discover that his son Mike has stowed away on board. Brody is understandably furious and, t- and starts to turn the boat around, only to discover that the controls have re- become unresponsive. Mike says he can't see signs of fins, and Hooper explains it's because they're not in the presence of a shark. From the depths, a sonar cry is heard, and the boat starts to roll uncontrollably. The men lock themselves in the cabin as the boat tips upside down, creating an under-viewing, underwater viewing station. As the water slowly starts to rush in, they panic, and Mike... Spots an awkward whale swimming towards the boat. Eventually, it crashes through the window, revealing a huge scar along its face, littered with shark teeth and several puncture marks in its hide from whaler attacks. Mm. The impact pushes the boat around again, and the group manage to escape to the hull of the overturned vessel. At this point, all very uh, chaotic and, and shouty,
2: and the splashing waves, Hooper explains that this rogue animal is the product of whaling and mankind's actions in the sea. As he says this, he is torn from the boat and toyed with before being devoured. Uh, Mike finds a floating box and pulls a flare gun from it. Uh, Taking the gun from his son, Brody shoots the charging whale in the eye, disorientating it. Looking around for other weapons, Brody notices the fuel leaking from the boat. He orders his son to swim away from the boat on uh, on some debris while he attracts the whale. The whale takes the bait, thankfully, and charges towards the boat. As he gets in range, Brody fires the gun, igniting the fuel-covered animal, and he is sent flying through the air. Uh, With the whale dead, Mike um, swims to his father and keeps him afloat, and he slowly rouses consciousness... Uh, comes around and they joke about how they're gonna get back to shore. Roll credits. There we go.
4: So ho- Well done gentlemen. Well done. Yeah. Mm. So hopefully kind of a like a, a s- lot of things back from the book.
2: Yeah. A lot of things back that, that for example the the Moby Dick scene was originally supposed to be in the original Jaws they couldn't get mm. right to do Moby Dick and it was quaint at the time but we're dealing with PTSD and potential stuff, but we'll come back to that later. Yeah. Once you guys, yeah, have, once said you guys have done how your. How different yours, yours is. is be oh, all, right. Right. <clears throat>
1: My word, ours is different. <laughs> good. It's oh, good. And ours
2: is
1: pretty bad set shit. Send in, in space, <laughs> <shit>. Yours <laughs> is pretty bad shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. They're
4: yeah. going to be aliens. <laughs> you like so, so many of the shark. Oh, <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus. Uh, that's the title of the first episode. Yeah. So,
3: over to you, Brody Bunch. Yeah. Right, okay. As I was a set in 1995. Mm. Mm. Director, Steven Spielberg, of course. Mm. Um, I would actually like to use a lot of the crew that Spielberg was using at the time so actually a lot of the people who worked on Jurassic Park mm. um, in terms of cinematography, in terms of editing, because actually I think ours has more of a feel of being a Spielbergian movie in the sense of what a Spielbergian movie became after Jaws oh, so we are, a big are bombastic in, bombastic in full on I was going to say you said Jurassic Park
4: we're in a red jacket
3: we're <laughs> <30 years now>. <laughs> <laughs> we are in yeah, full yeah. on full mm. on Spielberg territory with this. Cool. Um, so our cast, we have um oh and of course John Williams doing music. Yeah, 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 cool. yeah. yeah. Kind of goes without saying at that yeah, point. Yeah. 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 Um, we have uh, Richard Dreyfus returning as Hooper. Uh, we've got a bit left field with Sean Brody, and our choice is Chris
1: O'Donnell. Supply oh, the uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: Chris had done that fresh off of the Three Musketeers at that point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, Right, Sean Brody is Martin Brody's
3: youngest. Yes, so. that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and. Th- from what I recall, we couldn't get the original actor because he had some kind of terrible jacket. Like... Oh,
1: yeah, the original actor. He never acted anything else, the original Sean Brody, and is now a convicted sex offender. So yeah. I'm pretty confident that Chris O'Donnell will do a better yes. job he's the, he's the real monster.
0: <laughs> so we weren't so far away from the show. He's a really.
3: So, um... Okay, so our journalist character called Judy is played by Nicole Kidman. Mm. Uh, so you may notice we've poached
1: the people from, ba- from Batman. <laughs> <Yeah. forever. laughs>
3: if every film comes Batman fucking forever, we're going to play. with Jim Carrey as the shark.
2: <laughs> Hiya!
3: <laughs> oh my god! Uh, no, the um, our mayor character is played by John Goodman. Oh, oh good well. shout! Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. So the themes. <laughs> the prolific spielbergian trope of missing father figure and the finding of a new father figure somebody mm-hmm. stepping up to the role of fatherhood in an unlikely place it is the show. a
1: show <laughs> No, even we couldn't go that far. <laughs> we almost did. <laughs> we don't talk about that draft. We call that the shark dance draft. Um, played by Bill Floska. It's a terrible draft.
0: <laughs> um, Speaking of sex events. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm glad you um, went there, Jack.
3: <laughs> so... Um, <coughs> Other themes. Local community taking back control from faceless corporate ownership. Mm. The sharks in our film are a metaphor. And the question that is raised is, who is the more deadly shark? The sharks or the business sharks? Mm, that's, the sharks. That's, uh, Ooh, yes, the yes, absolutely. <laughs> Done. <Yeah. laughs>
1: that's it. Coming <laughs> um, it.
3: Right. Okay. Martin Brody has died. His youngest son, Sean, now a policeman himself, returns to Amity Island for the funeral. There are only three people in attendance, himself, Hooper, and local journalist, Judy. Sean explains that after the Amity Island incident, Brody suffered terribly from post-traumatic stress disorder and drove the family away, with only Sean staying in touch. Brody became increasingly obsessed with sharks, becoming convinced that they're telepathic <laughs> and congregating on Amity Island to avenge the death of Bruce from the first film. <laughs> he blamed but Bruce as the shark. shark. The yeah. Bruce yeah. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not
1: some guy called Bruce. Yeah. It's not Jim Carrey as Bruce <laughs> oh, Um
3: He blamed all the island's accidental aquatic deaths and disappearances on shark attacks. This isolated him from the townspeople and the final straw came when he unloaded a full clip of ammunition into the ocean, convinced that sharks were attacking. He was then dismissed from the police, uh, later diagnosed with Alzheimer's, which is the disease that killed. Judy is investigating a corporation that now owns a lot of the town. She suspects that they're dumping chemicals into the sea. The townspeople generally dislike the corporation and are suspicious of their plan to build a new marine research facility out at sea, a facility that is already under construction. She asks Sean to look through his father's things to see if there is any information about what the corporation is up to. Brody's house is covered in papers and books about sharks. The walls are covered in photos and maps connected by bits of string. He is a man obsessed. Hooper looks over it and thinks most of it is nuts, especially the telepathy nonsense and sharks wanting revenge. But the core research of sharks congregating and picking people off is sound, backed by the evidence that seems to have been covered up. Sean and Hooper call Jody over and the three go full Scooby gang. They build on Brody's information and work out that the corporation has indeed been pumping chemicals into the sea since the mid-70s, and the chemicals seem to be what's attracting the sharks. They go out in a boat to take long-lens photos of the restricted area, where they suspect the chemicals are being dumped, but are hassled by two sharks before they can even get close. They go to the mayor, but the entire local government is in the pocket of the corporation. A tourist boat that ferries people around the sites of the original incident is capsized with no survivors. This drives Sean, Hooper and Judy to go public. The mayor has a meeting with the corporation who assure him that the vibration devices they're fitting to the new research facility will repel the sharks. The trio hold a town hall meeting to warn the locals, but the mayor shows up to discredit them. He claims that all of Brody's research was nonsense fueled by his deteriorating health and brings up various embarrassing incidents. He attempts to explain away the photos that they have of the two sharks attacking their boat with less success. Many locals are loyal to the corporation and the mayor, but some of the older ones are ex-fishermen who are now scraping a living in the tourist trade. They believe the sharks are real and have eaten all the fish out of the water and are now coming for the humans as a result. Hooper becomes suspicious that the new research facility under construction may be another big chemical dump. They devise a plan to sneak their boat out to the construction site at night to gather evidence, whilst Judy and some of the locals distract the corporation's guards with a couple of fishing boats. Things don't go to plan, however. There are more guards than expected, and they're heavily armed. Judy and the locals just manage to escape, but Sean and Hooper are caught almost immediately when they disembark on the construction site, which is in a very early state and mostly a mass of floating platforms and gantries. True to their suspicions, there is a mass of waste pipes fitted already. Hooper throws a fit and swings wildly at the guards who threaten to shoot him. Raging, he smashes up a console which causes the guards to panic. It's the vibration device used to repel the sharks. With it gone, the sharks immediately converge on the area and start attacking the boats. Sean and Hooper get the harpoons loaded on their boat just before it's destroyed and fight together with the guards to fend off the sharks but are overwhelmed. They make a final stand on the central platform, but just before all is lost, Judy appears with a large flotilla of boats. Most of the locals have come out to save them. They cause enough chaos to allow Sean and Hooper to board a boat and escape. We see the corporation's facilities being shut down, the mayor being arrested, and military boats sweeping the area to kill the sharks
1: because we wanted a very final ending so there can be no Jaws 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I like that in two regards. Well, first like it, it sounds like mixed up Flipper and Sequest DSV.
3: Yeah. And also, it <laughs> to have, have Roy Shider as well.
4: Sh- oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, I have, didn't Sequest DSV have jaws Shider. Shider in as well? Yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. At the end, wasn't
3: it? I'm
2: pretty sure he yeah. took it. It was replaced by Michael Ironside. Oh. Uh, that's my, so that's that's my so. that's the limitation of my knowledge
1: about Sequest DSV. Excellent. There we would like to point out that the sharks having telepathy thing is something that Brody seemed to actually believe in the first film. Mm. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the second one. You're not yeah. the first one. Bloody yeah. hell. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's not the joke. It also line. might look <laughs> in the first film. <laughs>
4: <Yeah. laughs> yes. So much, Joe. Take your meds.
0: <laughs> so, Brody Bunch, I'm going to give you a chance to ask. Questions um, and um, uh, well, pick well, apart your opponent's well, pitch. Well, right, right. Street sharks, be
1: ready to defend. We're ready. We're okay. ready. We're ready. <laughs> We've got fists drawn. That's the f- <laughs> My God, they literally have. <laughs> yeah, like street sharks. Yeah. Um, when my first question—I know this answer will disappoint me—but you literally said there was a water skiing shark incident. Mm. Please tell me the shark was water skiing. <laughs> <laughs> um, sadly, not. We, oh, we, we meant more
4: along more along like the lines. It replicates what's already in the <laughs> but not, yeah, not, with yeah. shit. not with yeah, basically not shit, not with a stupid explosion. More gory and dark, and people getting shredded up. And it might have a moment like Lady of the
2: Tramp, where he uh, eats the water ski um, board <laughs> and then cuts <delivers laughs> the boat. If
3: <laughs> yeah, that's what
4: you
2: mean, are you
3: implying something some kind of shark romance, yeah, with
4: the boat, boat. the <laughs> Yes, yeah. Yeah. he just wants
2: to be with boats. Yeah, or yeah. she. It. It's a bit yeah,
4: like must love jaws. But, um... mm. Yeah. Does that we
3: <laughs> We liked the the mafia thing. That yeah, seemed cool. okay. suitably yeah. seedy in a way. That, that's yeah. why it we thought was a
1: bit of extra uh, problems for the people. What, what yeah. Well, what we felt twofold. Well, one
4: that explains why we we're talking about the kind of Godfather, Gordon Willis thing. We felt we wanted to have a little bit of that darkness and permeating the whole thing, mm. but also we felt it kind of gave. Uh, a lot of the problem with George too, as we've alluded to is the fact that a lot of people just do stupid things for no reason and yeah. the fact mm. that the mayor would be the mayor clearly needed to be under pressure to actually behave mm. in the he should have as way. much PTSD as everyone
2: else yeah. he's still yeah. a survivor <laughs> as well because it's like he's the mayor that got half the town or what the yeah. fuck ever um, so he it's, it's such a weird reaction just to just say Ages open. Yeah, so which is it what he basically he does had. in Jaws 2. Yes. So we
4: felt that he needed to have pressure from an outside source that would you know, force him to behave in a way that then would let us mm. progress the plot. And,
2: which again so. is present in the original book yeah. that Jaws yeah. is based on. Yeah. And apparently was going to be the initial plot for the film before it was scrapped yeah. because it was too dark and they wanted more yeah. sharp stuff. Yeah. And I was like, God yeah. damn it. So again, it, it, also another thing that's in the original book is that Hooper and, and Brody's wife have an affair. Mm. So we thought we'd mm. allude to bits yeah. of that without actually going full because
1: The first book is kind of a metaphor for divorce on some levels. Yes, it? something like that. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So we thought we'd yeah. give it a little bit of a nod to it and give yeah. a bit more character development rather than Yeah, it. but you may be asking okay. us. Yeah, 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 yeah Moby
1: Dick turns up, which I like. Mm-hmm. and As we said, has some presence there. Um, my only real thing is yeah, the other. Oh, the beaches are going to close. No, they've got to stay open. That kind of happened in the first one. It's oh yeah, we know that. Read tread of. Yeah, that there, but not not a massive problem. I'm going to say. Can I?
3: Uh, one question I had was mm. was the uh, all of the stuff with the gasoline and the boats was that inspired by Jaws the Ride at Universal <laughs> Studios
2: actually Jaws. no because I've never written that ride. no same no um, I was really oh. disappointed
3: when I went to Universal where, um,
4: in Florida a few years ago they literally just shut it off to build more bloody Ugh. Harry Potter having stuff.
2: said that I'm going to Osaka and they you do, do you have Jaws it. And so, I'm going to business, so I will see do it. it and I'll just say I thought of this what does <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> they've, um, they've taken away the fire now though yeah. oh when what I, the fuck I went in the in the 90s and the, like the, there was so much fire it was ridiculous and like you came out with no eyebrows I think, because you, said, it was I think so... you described why they took the fire <laughs> away yeah.
1: Yeah. are you sure it just wasn't on fire at yeah. the time yeah. And, yeah. You... I'm just, just repressing memories <laughs> yeah. it,
2: I think it's one of those things of like how do you get rid of like for example like in Jaws 2 I must confess the, the cable island thing makes a bit of sense I mean yeah okay you've got electricity why not I mean yeah. I don't know how electricity works with, I don't. I don't think the sea is a conductor because lightning must strike it all the time. So
0: that it is a conductor, it's just yeah. not, not. It doesn't carry far enough. Yeah. Really. yeah Good. Okay. This person's yeah. science. 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 science, but no, it's physics a physics. Yeah, everyone. Without them going like <laughs> with
2: stuff that might actually be the. Again, I, I didn't like the idea of like. I mean, even the flare gun was a bit of sort of like. You know, oh look, that's quite convenient. But um, the fuel thing was just the true case of. Eh, the boat's mm. been rolled over and and tossed. That and would, that would probably, cooking yeah, all the editing yeah. would have gone. Well, so, yeah.
4: Any okay. other
1: criticisms? There's questions, not criticisms. Have any problems with it? <laughs> it's gold. What the hell's wrong? <laughs> no, it all held together for me. Yeah,
3: I was. I um, I liked the, I liked the um, the proximity to the first one. I liked building on the um, on the Brody and and Hooper relationship, and I liked bringing in, uh, the sun. My only question, I guess, mm-hmm. is that. I felt like, and obviously it's just a, you know, like four paragraphs. But yeah. the sun seemed a bit like oh, he's tacked on. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like, it's what... one of those annoying things of like when we went writing the synopsis. Maybe in future episodes we'll get this better. Who
4: knows? Um, but yeah, it was more the case of like we'd have maybe a couple of establishing yeah. bits. Or, or I think there'd know. be some interactions. Um, yeah. And and some scenes throughout, but, but they're not just, crucial. Yeah. Just, just so that he's yeah. there as a yeah. for example, he's in the opening a dream sequence. He's in the attack
2: at the beach. He's he's around, and we'd have obviously elements of him. But the one big, well, not the one, but one of the biggest problems with Jaws two, those goddamn annoying kids. Yeah, mm. they kind of yeah. ruin it. That's why so, we we yeah, took yeah, him out because they're just, just not... make one child and a connection again. As you say, it's the it's the father son thing in Spielberg and stuff. Yeah. It's, the, it's the bonding yeah. between and, it, and now, it's that move. From... How Brody fails pretty much all the
4: time. <laughs> And it's that move on to that jet, kind of what you've done, but much like only three years instead of 20, that kind of generational thing and kind of that passing on of the, yeah. the yeah. generational idea and the obviously, you know, at the exit of Cooper and, uh, of Hooper rather, and, um, you know, that sort of le- leading things on. Yeah. So, what has
1: happened to Sean in
4: yours? Uh, he's too young. To to be kind of easy. He's, he's he's just, there just I mean he's there around, but mean, he's just yeah, point, yeah,
1: like in
2: yeah the first one. Yeah, Mike yeah. Mike's a teenager he's yeah. gone out and, and yeah. the other kids I think just probably just playing indoors more yeah. than anything else yeah yeah, yeah. that makes sense to me yeah, yeah. I, I mean we could do the whole because I think the problem is that you've got a teenager that's some sort of Capability as far as mm. I'm going to be able to swim back home after this incident, I'm going to be able to yeah. fire a flag. on recognise what one is. Not like, oh, Daddy, help me, please! Oh God! <laughs> I mean, that was almost
0: incredible. two hours of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yep. that was, so, that so, that was, that the... was incredible. Castor we... Sean Brody, yeah.
4: Matt Snodin. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Hello, you, you have, have to show that. I was, that I was, I was, uh
2: um, um, I was minus six in 1978. So there you go. I can't. Oh, I can't. Six. six. Uh, can we ask questions about
0: yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, please. Let, do. Let's reverse the roles, yeah. Street Sharks, and you try and pick totally. apart. Well, most bunch.
2: of all, I, I like the themes. Because, again, our film was very much like gritty 70s rears and what are we capable of doing at the time. One of the reasons we went with an orca shark, or well, whale, sorry, was because you can train orca the whales. So There's no, less of the animatronic stuff. But 90s, digital effects coming up rather well, and the corporation stuff, and the act, everything feels it like a 90s really, like yeah. yeah. It felt
4: like a really cool. Um, like it felt like a really cool kind of companion piece. To, it it almost felt like as if I could imagine it being that like around. I'm, I'm probably messing with your time here, but like actually in like '95,
3: it felt like it could have been that Spielberg made this instead of a sequel to Jurassic Park. I think this, yeah. By um, the time we set on '90s, because we wanted to do, I think we had the idea of um of it being <coughs> sh- uh Sean, Sean Brody mm. and of of the generational thing and of the coming back. And we quite liked that. And by the time we sat down and did the maths and worked mm-hmm. out it would have to be a 90s movie, mm-hmm. I think we then very much got into the spirit of writing it like no, it that was 1995. Yeah. That's the question, though, about Mike. Because obviously
2: we picked Mike because he's the first one. the other. So why it?
3: Sean? I mean, I, mm-hmm. I well, see, we liked the bit in... It's what we picked up from the bit in... Um, in Jaws, which mm. is the "Give Daddy a kiss." Why? Yes. Because I need it. So we like the idea that Sean He's is the connection. one who's got yeah. that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And Sean the... was
1: young enough to not quite remember and not have yeah, not been being quite so PTSD way, kind, yeah, of. kind of. Yeah, 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 that makes that makes yeah, sense. I like that. Yeah. So did <clears throat> I'm
2: trying and I, I, I was paying attention. But <laughs> did you see what happened to Mike <laughs> But, <laughs> to Mike? <laughs> but <laughs> he, was playing. They moved away. Just moved away. you said. Yeah,
3: Soon after the incident, just it's cut off. Yeah, three of them have left, but. Sean is the only one. because yeah,
2: he's, he's, he's. Yeah, feels yeah, like it,
3: it.
4: Feels very. I really like. I can imagine. Just visually, yeah, it feels very kind of that's the Spielbergian tropes of the kind of the man from sort of ET and the, the those kind of you know those kind of government corporation kind of yes. thing and and just. Yeah, it feels very. Um, I really like the, the sort of the opening with the, you know, again that kind of that return, that theme of returning back to home, and the idea of whether you can do that or not, and that's obviously being linked to the kind of absent father thing. And it's got some really strong Spielbergian
3: well, ideas that would really work. We like and something obviously because it is just a, you know, um, a short thing. Something we didn't go into. Is I think we quite like the idea of Hooper sort of having to assume that more put on -hmm. with somebody who's dealing with the grief of the dad that he never really had and the fact Mm -hmm. that even though he stuck Mm -hmm. by his dad he was absent so the idea and it's interesting because i think when we first started talking about it it was um sean and um and it was um Main Brody. Martin Brody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Main Brody. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was Sean Brody. Brody yeah. It was um Sean and Martin Brody, but <laughs> yeah. I think we liked the idea. A just of bringing Richard Dreyfus into it. Yeah, yeah so uh, I yeah. I agree with you. I think it was a solid choice. Because just... I think
2: it just old ass Scheider would have been so I think that might have sunk the film. Also, yeah. this is a silly observation was like with the flotilla at the end, was was it Nicole Kidman leading the flotilla at the end? because all I saw on was, a
1: BMX, you know, a BMX yeah. I all,
2: all I saw was Waterworld and got
1: because
2: yeah. I jet skis and I thought because Waterworld was around about that time as well oh, saying, that 20, was, yeah, a, yeah, was yeah, a bad yeah, yeah. time for water films oh, yeah. <laughs> I assume because it's something you said about flotillas I thought Waterworld and the whole thing's <laughs> like, oh god, Waterworld. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we basically You're having PTSD. PTSD.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: basically just put sharks on Waterworld.
4: That, that is uh, what we right. did.
0: Yeah, we did,
4: and it kind of worked. but you didn't They're make not like jet skis, like, like Hooper a
1: fucking mutant, so it's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. although I see Alex shot you did down my idea now, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not really, just to be um, poked fun at. But... Yes. yeah, Alex did shoot down my idea of having RoboQuint come back. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Telling them it. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we've already hinted at future
0: episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The listeners don't even know what's happening yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. You both went obviously keeping Spielberg, keeping Williams, mm-hmm. um, Dreyfus coming back is they're kind of the obvious choices for yes. cool. a sequel. Um, you went in very different directions with the children, which I thought was good. Going with Mike and going with Sean. Um, to th- Mike. <laughs> team Mike and Team Sean, is that what we're going for team now? Team Sean. Sure, it's our new team <laughs> name, Sean B. Yeah, uh, Mike the Street Shark. Mike, there was one called Mike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a very 90s like the, movie. The
3: little street shark that
0: could.
3: <laughs> <laughs> a street shark called design. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the title of the episode again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're tangent there.
3: Where the street sharks have I've been no. There. no.
0: The rest of the episode is just
3: <laughs> <by puns>. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, twenty minutes of episode, four hours of Street Shark
0: related <laughs> outtake. Uh, question for the Brody bunch: How do you think um, Spielberg in 1995, post Jurassic Park, would affect how we would approach this sequel?
3: In what way do you mean? What specifically? Like, um, um,
0: why why pitch it in 1995? What what makes Spielberg in 1995 interesting as a I director compared to doing it? like they did from know, Spielberg's point yet.
1: of view it's a bit like um, when Lucas saw Jurassic Park and went now now is the time I can do what I want to do with Star Wars and fuck it all up like a <laughs> cretin um, I don't think he probably said that <laughs> I think Spielberg is now thinking with CGI we can now mm. actually okay. have multiple sharks and while we can still have the puppets if he we can made dinosaurs work. work I think yes that's exactly yeah. it we can now go back and do the sharks if you can do dinosaurs you yeah. can do sharks yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah. I think We also, though, we liked the idea of the 10 years later thing, just to give it a bit of distance, because then we could bring in that corporate stuff. Mm -hmm. And we found ourselves just because I don't think we didn't initially commit on Steven Spielberg, did we? And then we found it ended up being very Spielbergian in like a very (laughs) different sort of way, in like a like post Indiana Jones kind of of spectacle director. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. but also with the the family themes and things. So yeah, because we'd. Yeah, initially we were open to somebody else, but that just ended up being the way it There's The sort of Super worked. 8 thing where J.J. Abrams just makes
2: a Spielberg film and everyone yeah. goes, Did Spielberg yes. it? like, no, he didn't. Oh,
1: shit. <laughs> yeah. I think he <laughs> might have made the ending work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And then they all fly away. it all flowed. <laughs> wonderful.
0: Um, <laughs> sorry, but i cut you off the... So my main question for you guys yeah. is um, the Mafia side of things. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, you you leave it on a little bit of a cliffhanger there. Yeah. You, are you thinking Jaws think, three? Because you you guys, the Brody bunch, very much tied it up, and as you said, Stuart, you want nothing to do with no, no possible Jaws three. Michael Caine could do another
1: film to get a house. I you think exactly. we could do a Jaws three with the I Dennis Quaid. Yeah,
4: I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's that thing of obviously. Trying to keep it in the context that potentially, you know, maybe another ten years later, come back and and or even do something similar to the Brody boat you've done. So sort of your George three is there, yeah, George two? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> your Hooper is a robot. Yeah, <laughs> quite. <laughs> that needs to go on a t-shirt. Uh, so <laughs> it a robot. You know. So yeah, I think that's, that's that's the that's the kind of thing is that, and also I think that you know, maybe you know, I'm trying to make too much of like a larger broader theme. I think it's that thing. You know, the mafia doesn't doesn't go away just because you know.
2: Yes, it's like sharks, sharks, are never, you're never going to solve the shark problem no. because you're never going to solve the
4: crime problem. They're cr- the, the sharks. Of crime. Man, God damn it! <laughs> they the, 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 the sharks of crime. Yeah,
2: and I think it's the idea that when when um, combating nature, there's that stupid understanding that it's like, oh, I'm I don't want to control them. Um, but I think you're in control mindset. And the idea is In this case It's like Oh no We'll just solve The shark problem It's like What are you going to Kill all the sharks Mm. It's like No There'll always be Something else in the ocean There's always something else To get you Because you You know Whatever And the same thing With with the mafia It's like There will always be Something Mm. coming for you Even if this mafia goes The Irish mob come in There's always someone Out there Who's going to Take over
0: You know Like you know cut off a head, and things bounce yeah. out of its place, so you yeah. know which which is a similar thing with your corporations I think that's yeah. the kind of the the seedy background for the both of you gone in very different directions, mm. but in a similar a similar term, yeah and yeah.
3: we like the idea of relating that back to the um the first film as mm. well, the idea that this is endemic and has been going on for, for years mm. I, in the background um I think I was say, I think it works quite nicely with that kind of that sort of faded
4: you know the kind of the the idea of and that's I think we'd like to kind of bring that out in the cinematography. The idea of, you know, seaside towns are very seasonal, you know, that, that's t- tax back to the idea in Jaws where it's like, you know, we've got to have a good season, and obviously in the summer it's all really smiles, but then out of season it's quite dark, quite do ding- dingy kind of place. seaside towns. Yeah, the, mm. and <laughs> Wales. And
2: I, I mean, it, thinking like, oh, seaside towns are a place you can get yeah. donkey rides <clears throat> and ice cream, in this country at least. Um, I don't get in America. Fist fights. Um, but then if you think about, like, Boardwalk Empire and Jersey Shore, mm. people get shivved up under the boards that's just (laughs) how it goes it's a bad place just stop watching
4: (laughs) Jersey (laughs) yeah a lot of of so so yeah so with that that, we wanted to really bring that kind of underbelly out there's a desperation when you're desperate for money and if you get in with criminal element or if you get desperate and start training sharks (laughs) so you're kind of of behind it between like a kind of a you know a rock and a hard place where you've got the the sharks coming in from the shore and you've got the the mafia coming in from the other way to pressure up the characters Again, the
3: corporation thing—I really like that. sort exactly. of similar. Simi- yeah, really yeah. Nice... I've, we also quite like the idea of the dilapidated seaside town yeah. as well. Yes, I must admit the I... idea of this twenty years on and it's not that anymore. Yeah, because Amity Island is so idyllic in the first one, and that's yeah. part of the reason why the the terror resonates <clears throat> is because it seems so perfect, and mm-hmm. then it all goes horribly mm-hmm. wrong. We like the idea of flipping that on its head, and Amity Island being just a, a ghost town, mm. and like all of the industry having. Can't yeah, try
2: I, I think the bridge in the timescale between kind of between our film and your film, if there was like sequels in between, yeah. if we say for argument's sake yours is Jaws 4, no offense, um, and
0: our Jaws 2. But Jaws 3, in the meantime, I think, would, they're, I think they're taking offense. I just said, no
2: offense, you can't take offense. Um, no, it, it, the Jaws 3, which would bridge it, would be the idea that you know, you get the I'm oh actually gonna bring up Blair Witch 2 now, um, the idea that. You get people who want to see shark, shark chases coming out mm. to see where the, where it all happened, where it went down. And then it gets dilapidated because of it, because it becomes this sort of like non-associated place. And then, it, as you say, people step in and it's this just run down place people don't care about. Anymore. And you've Good
4: kind of tapped up. on that. We like the idea of that sort yeah. of nostalgia, yeah. idea the fact that there's the, 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 the tall group. Yeah, kind the of thing, tool. Yeah, which which was, was a reference was to say. Say was the
3: Riding yeah. Universe. <laughs> <of us. laughs> um, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah, I liked it.
0: It's a ride that comes to life and gets destroyed in your movie. A lot
3: of fire, apparently. Yeah. Lots of fire. Yeah, there would be a lot of fire. In <laughs> More than a bloody yeah. well is at Universal Studios these days. <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Spielberg would buy them at an Napalm. Yes.
0: So, got a tagline of it will, it will remove your
4: eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Just you eyebrows. Just when you thought it was safe to have a look <laughs> Yep. I do you
0: got, have, have you guys I'm throwing this at you out of the blue have you guys got taglines or are you sticking with just when you put it the same <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. thing it's, it's one so of the good. most it's, it's so good it's yeah. so classic, the most iconic taglines
4: yeah. of all yeah. time and I think that you know that and the uh, the shooting at Walter are clearly the most iconic I'm,
3: yeah, I'm amazed how many people think that's the tagline yeah, of the, the first film oh definitely not yeah. like not a, like how could it be the tagline in the first film because it's going back in the water it's
1: like you haven't been in the water for the first time. Oh, exactly. You no. just went for a
3: pre-swim,
0: you know, washdown. back in to dip your toes in. Yeah. Okay. It's super good. Yeah. So as host, I guess it is my duty and responsibility to decide which one is actually going to be made, as I am the effective studio executive in this. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, I think... Brody Bunch. No, yeah. uh, that's of episode one. I very much like the um, corporate thing. I'm a bit of a, a tree hugging eco warrior vegetarian. So, Ooh, going right. for the they kind of with that for next <laughs> time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay.
3: Let's quickly transition from Batman is vegetarian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Batman forever <laughs> vegetarian. Me Forever vegetarian. Forever veg- <laughs> for re- vegetarian.
0: <laughs> for <laughs> for vegetarian. Vegetarian. Um, yeah. So uh, I really, really like the, the corporate side of things. I think bringing in kind of an environmental element to it and having corporations are always a problem they always will be They always have been and a lot of sci-fi and and movies and fiction and stuff deals with that in interesting ways I like the kind of thematic things of the the corporations are the real problem you guys had that as well the the business shark kind of things Um, but I think the corporations is just a a little bit of a stronger time a little bit of a a more topical theme (laughs) today and in 1995 as well so yeah Brody Bunch very well done. No, no it's uh, a
2: solid film. I, I think yeah, it's. I've nice I, seen yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, to no, be, I, to yeah. be
0: fair, if we could have yours as Jaws two
3: and theirs as Jaws three, oh, I'd be pretty happy with that as well. Yeah. I like I that we found a way to make not one but two Jaws sequels. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the film that together. we, yeah, yes. the film that everybody's yeah. like doesn't need a sequel. It's as like, well, well, we got two fuckers. Yeah. All <laughs> it
2: takes is for our Hooper not to die. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. really isn't that hard. Just yeah, yeah. But Cool. Yeah, all you need is
0: Robo Hooper. Ah, nailed it. There, we there go. you go. Um, so that wraps us up for the first ever episode of Sequelizers. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Sequelizers. That's spelled with an S not a Z. There was some contention. <laughs> it was. It In the ranks British. <laughs> we should clarify that's three S's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <What> just <laughs> two S's it's like, and like yeah, it's like of
1: course you can I spoke with the nurse. Not gonna <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm
0: gonna start a sister podcast called Requalizers. Yeah. I <laughs> what it's about. shadow podcast it's a, <laughs> <podcast. laughs> a strange shark's crime <laughs> nice um you can follow the show at sequelizers as you said matt with three s's if you want to follow me on twitter i host a bunch of podcasts and things like that i'm at jlw chambers on twitter
3: Stuart, how about you
1: i am at ashen's and you can find me on youtube where i live like a worm
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, i'm at uh alec underscore plowman that's p-l-o-w-m-a-n Or alecplowman.com, where you can check my rarely updated website.
4: So I run a production company called Forward, so you can find uh, us on Twitter at at MadeByForward. And you can also visit our website, www.weareforward.uk, where you can check out some of the work that we do.
2: Um, I'm a director and a film critic, so there's two very brief plugs. First of all is my reviews are all kept online at theredrighthand.co.uk. They're based on UK release dates, so don't start emailing in Americans. I know you love to. <laughs> it's already out. Why are you saying it's not released yet? Yeah. Um, and also, I'm a director with Cheese Mint Productions. It's spelled like it sounds.
0: Ridiculously.
2: <laughs> um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Stogs. S-T-O-G-H-Z.
0: The H is silent. So, in episode two, we will be tackling another follow-up to a classic. Robocop 2 <gasps> Dun 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 Oh wait no No <laughs>